This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Deese joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy Thursday. The Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Big show today. Big on this day in history. And we have picks we're going to make. Well, one high school pick from me. And then we're going to do some NFL picking with Nicole Ragoni, who will join us. Another edition of That's What She Said, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right coming up. Uh, here in about uh, 10, 15 minutes or so. And uh, always looking forward to chatting with Nicole. If you want to weigh in on anything, you can at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter. You can Facebook us. You can email us. You can go to JasonWalkerShow.com for everything. You can watch live on Facebook and Twitter and uh, YouTube. You can also listen live on Podbean, Network One Sports, and many other great places. Uh, so we mentioned Nicole Rigoni coming up today. That's what she said. And a whole lot more. But we are going to begin today with our annual, or annual, how about our daily COVID update? And Montana reporting, dun, 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 196 new cases today. And 2,203 test new ones. There are 123 total deaths, 163 in the hospital, currently 512 total, 8,663 confirmed cases since March, and 6,732 have recovered. There are 1,808 active, uh, 720 in Yellowstone County, 254 in Rosebud, 106 in Bighorn, 133 in Cascade, 147 in Flathead County. 47 in Gallatin, 52 Silver uh, Deer Lodge, 38 Silver Bow, 15 Lewis and Clark, 36 Missoula, 29 Hill, and Roosevelt County with 24 active cases of the COVID. That is your update, and uh, we'll continue to update you every day, be, uh, at least through November. All right. Um, Good news came out today. Yellowstone County last week announced that they would allow parents, home parents, to attend games. Two tickets per person. Well, now they're going to allow two family members per visiting athlete, according to Activities Director Mark Wall. That came out today. And it's uh, good timing because Bozeman is set to open the season at senior tonight at Dayla Stadium. 
So here's how it works. Visitor policy will allow athletes to submit two family member names prior to each contest to their school's activities office. That list then transferred to the entrance gate where only those people will be admitted. So Bozeman High will be allowed family members inside Dallas tonight. It is the first football game of the season allowing fans inside Yellowstone County. Visiting fans at Dallas, if you've been there, great facility. But visiting fans will enter through the south admission gate on the corner of Grand and 3rd Street West and will sit in the east stands. Home fans will enter through the west gate between the stadium and the high school and sit in the west stands. So basically like it's always been. Except for the admission, you had, you could go in anywhere. But now you have to enter in certain spots at Dale Stadium. And those east sands still suck. <laughs> this time of year with the sun going down, it's going to be in the... It, it, I, I remember doing a game there in, what, 2013. And you're, yeah, you're sitting in the east press box with the visiting team coaches. So in this case, it was Helena High. In the same box. And as you know, things can get a little bit um, vocal with coaching staffs and not always great language. But it was still a good time. But yeah, that sun for a while was brutal. And it's always tough. But Bozeman at senior tonight. Now, so that came out. And then uh, Bozeman... Activities Director Mark Ader said that he and Bozeman, well, not him, but Gallatin County, will allow two athletes per visiting teams beginning tomorrow. This according to Colton Poole from the Bozeman Daily Chronicle. Uh, Ader said, quote, we want the parents to see their kids. It's just the right thing, end quote. Fans must follow the social distancing guidelines and wear masks for home and visiting fans. Uh, He said that, uh, according to Colton Poole, this way people won't be crowding at the fences, which has been the the case, the games that Colton's been at. Um, County health officials were uh, going to say it was just home, but they allowed visitors as well. So, like, for instance, Van Winkle Stadium... See, it's about 4,000. So it's like vigilante. You can, you can easily social distance for about 300 fans, as long as the parents don't try to get more people in and screw it up for everybody. Uh, Ader also felt confidence they could uh, social distance, like I said. So Gallatin hosts Great Falls tomorrow, the first game for the Raptors. By the way, did you see their helmets? Sweet. And I'm a Hawks fan. So the Hawks and Billings at senior tonight. And then uh, Gallatin hosting Great Falls High tomorrow. I've got a poll question. All right, so earlier today I saw on Twitter this young lady who works in Georgia at uh, the University of Georgia said something about last night's Braves game with Miami where they won, the Braves won 29-9. to in baseball. She called them points. And I just made a simple reply like, you know, runs, not points. It's baseball, right? Runs, not points. And 
there's some jack wagons on the Twitter and blah, blah, blah. But I put a poll up. So here's the question for the poll. You can go to Jay Walker Sports at Twitter and also on uh, at Jason Walker Show. Actually, this is at Jay Walker Sports on Twitter. Can runs in baseball slash softball be interchanged with points when talking about scores? Yes or no? You have until tomorrow to vote because it's ridiculous. You can't call. <laughs> they're not points in baseball. They're runs. Now, technically, yes, they mean the same thing, right? Scores. But when it boils down to it, get the verbiage right, especially if you are a youngster in college trying to break into sports media. Right? I mean, that doesn't seem too, like, illogical, right? Anyway, they are runs, not points. I mean, you can't call soccer goals runs. They're goals. I would go so far as to not even say points. They're goals. (laughs) <laughs> but what, what do I know? I'm just a sports guy. Um, Man, crazy. So, anyway, like I said, what do I know? All right, uh, let's see. What else were we going to hit on here in this first uh, little segment? I saw that. I saw. <laughs> I just had to bring that up. It's just funny. It's just, it's seriously is funny when people on the, on the Twitter, but... I just got a reply from this dude. I think he's in Michigan. Uh, yeah, he goes... Uh, oh, no, who, where is this guy? I don't know. His name is at uh, Cook A. Meyer on the Twitter. Because I put the Twitter up, and I, or poll, and I tagged him in it because he's a dingle. So I said, uh, or he said, you still on this bro who gives a hoot what it's called? Well, 99.9% of the sporting world gives a hoot what it's called. Points are not runs in baseball. If you want to debate it, feel free to get a hold of me. Uh, Southern guy says, uh, Christian Frazier, he, he's the one from Michigan. He said they're interchangeable. They're not. They're really not. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, Nicole Ragoni will join us. And she has some thoughts. She's going to make some NFL picks as well. And I'm going to do something that I've never done on this show, and that's make NFL picks, too. I think I did do the Super Bowl, but this is regular season. And it doesn't, uh, supposedly, they're going to make it through the season. We'll see. But uh, also a Pac-12 update. I want to ask her about the fires in Oregon because it's devastating across the state of Oregon and Washington and California. Also, um, some comments from Skip Bayless. And if you know who Skip Bayless is, if you watch Skip Bayless, you know he can be an ass. And uh, he definitely proved that today. And we're going to talk to Nicole Ragoni about it. When we come back, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center.
New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State, from rodeos to portraits, and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Uh, welcome back on a Thursday, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. You know, today's vehicles are so complicated. you got all sorts of stuff to deal with, not to mention, you know, the safety stuff. Um, manufacturers have a repair manual for repairs of their vehicles, and they've spent millions of dollars to achieve safety ratings and want your vehicles properly Repaired to the manufacturer's specification. Well, Capital Collision was one of the first in the country to become manufacturer certified, which requires special training and equipment to be on these programs. It's very important to Capital Collision that your vehicle is properly repaired to manufacturer repair requirements to maintain the safety and value of your vehicle. They did mine in July, and I got it back in August after getting T-boned. They did an unbelievable job. It is perfect. And it's like it was never in a wreck. So go to Capital Collision Center. All right, this segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. And it is time now to bring in our amazing guest. After I Did I turn the music off? Oh, it ended on its own. There we go. Her name is Nicole Ragoni, and she is... The Pac-12 analyst for uh, volleyball. She does football. She does a little bit of everything, and uh, she's back here on the Jason Walker Show. How are you, my friend? 
I am good. It's a little smoky over here. I won't lie. <laughs> I was going to start with that, Nicole. Um, the fires in Oregon are devastating. We've seen Phoenix and Talent just completely wiped out because of the fires in southern Oregon. I know Salem looks like Mars at times. Um, where are you exactly and how close? I mean, you're safe, obviously. I, I am fortunately safe. I do have family members and friends that it doesn't seem like that's the case. They are safe. They aren't uh, near the fires currently, but they have been devastated. Also, the fires right now are in Canby, which is about 15, 20 miles away from me. I'm in Beaverton. Okay. But here's the kicker all in this. They, the cops have been arresting people for arson. Yep. So this is not an accident. Especially it's spreading this far into an area that's very populated. So um, I hope they can get that figured out. I am hoping it doesn't get any further and that we can stop it. Tuesday, the weather looks like there's going to be rain, so some good Oregon rain will help us out. But Tuesday's a while from now. Yes, it is. Nicole Ragoni, our guest, and I've spent a lot of time. I lived in Medford for seven months back in, uh, well, you weren't even born in 1997. Um, and then I lived, or I, I traveled to Ashland a few times with, with Carroll football to watch Southern Oregon and Carroll. But yeah, th- that area, especially down there, so beautiful. The, 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 uh, the groves, you know, the apple and pears and everything down there. I just, I'm, I'm so heartbroken for those people, but, uh, oh, me too. stay safe. Oh, awful. Uh, you got a new, uh, background today. Last week it was family, today you went NFL. (laughs) I did, I mean, in the spirit of doing week one picks, right? Right. But I do have a new background. I was told that it wasn't very good. Who said that? Family, right? No, not family, not family. (laughs) That's why I know it's not good. Oh, goodness. My family probably would have been like, oh, it's great, whatever. Like, we support you in any way. Right. But uh, they a couple of people have said that you need to change it up, be behind a bookshelf, make sure you have some balls. You can't really see everything, but right. I'll like tilt the camera up a little bit. Oh, there you go. There's, well, there's that football book. There. Your, your mic flags. Yeah, there's yeah. a football book. Mm. I didn't know how much I was going to get to see in the shot. So the NFL <laughs> – oh, wait, other side, other side. <laughs> the NFL <laughs> ball. It's what is going to be highlighted today since we're talking mostly NFL. I like it. I like it. Uh, we are going to make some picks uh, coming up here in a little bit. Um, the NFL is back, and there's a lot of excitement. There's not going to be fans, and it's going to be weird. And I know Russell Wilson, you see the Seahawks behind you, but Russell Wilson basically said he's not phased by that, and they're going to play no matter what. And um, it, it'll be interesting to, to see. But what's your take on the NFL coming back Uh, without fans? I think it's the right thing to do right now. I think everybody's pretty happy to just have the NFL on air and have some sort of normalcy. Even though today, Jason, I'm going to tell you this little stat, the NFL, the MLB, the NBA, the WNBA, the NHL, and the MLS are all playing today on the same day for the first time ever. That's crazy. So... That's not normal. <laughs> no, it's not. And the U.S. Open is happening today, too. you got the women's quarterfinals or uh, semifinals. <laughs> right, and there's, exactly. there's so, professional golf. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff going on. Yes, there's a ton going on. And I think that the NFL can bring this. The NFL's always been a leader in this country, so I think the NFL can 
lead the way in trying to get America back to some sort of normalcy. Yep, definitely. All right, let's let's do our picks early. And um, are we keeping tally on this for like for who pays for dinner at the end of the year? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am so <laughs> I am so down for that. Okay. All right. Um, hopefully we can I do travel. Have to give a shout out though. Okay. I have to give a shout out to Doris Burke yes. because she is going to be the first woman NBA analyst to cover the finals on any platform. She's doing the radio, but I'm sure in her near future she will get to do the finals at some point on television. She so absolutely shout will. out to Doris Burke. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm girl power. Absolutely. I'm so excited for her. She literally is a national treasure. She definitely is. Um, I saw something on Twitter yesterday. Uh, Bill Lamberty, sports information director of Montana State, thinks that her first ESPN game was the Big Sky Conference Championship in 2002 at Worthington Arena in Bozeman. I which know, is I'm pretty cool. Surprised. Which is really cool. Because. She rose up the ranks pretty on a, on a, starting on a very low scale mm -hmm. and just has been a pioneer. I mean, I am thrilled to see a woman in the NBA talking about basketball the way she does. I mean, I think she does it better than some men. Oh, absolutely she does. Um, and she's also, uh, you got Becky Hammond who's, uh, uh, in the running for the Indianapolis job or Indiana job, which is really cool. And she's done a great job yeah. in uh, San Antonio. Um, I can't believe in this day and age we're still, Nicole, talking about the firsts for women, though. I mean, this seems like this should have happened a long time ago. I agree, but I also think that blazing a trail to be an analyst in a sport that women aren't playing, like the NFL, the NBA, that's hard. That's really hard. Um, and so you have to get a little bit more experience under your belt in order to do those positions in the men's game, I believe. Yep, definitely. Um, all right, NFL. Speaking of, we've got uh, women coaching. We've got women scouts in the with the NFL now, and uh, it's just awesome. All right, Nicole, you start yeah. it. This is your show, your segment. You lead the way here. Right? It starts tonight with the defending Super Great. Bowl champs. I do have a question for you right off the bat, though. Uh oh. Do you have a favorite matchup this week? No, I haven't even. I don't even know who's playing this week. <laughs> uh, Bozeman High okay. is at senior tonight, and I think the Bozeman Hawks, the defending state champs, win at senior tonight. There, that's my high school pick. Okay. <laughs> All, right, um, All right. There's the high school pick. Whoever Here the whoever the Cowboys are playing. Okay. That's my matchup because I'm a Cowboys guy. All righty. Well, that's down. I think that's on Sunday. Okay. So we'll get there. We're gonna start with Thursday. <laughs> that is tonight. <laughs> Okay. Yes, Thursday is tonight. Um, so tonight, Houston versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Who are you picking? Well, oh, you. I have to go first. This You're is, going first, and then I'm going oh, second. Oh man, um, I got to go with Kansas City. I know Houston's defense is good, but I uh, the 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 experts say that Houston might struggle a little bit this year. So, um, no Super Bowl hangover in Week One. I'm going Kansas City. Oh, for sure. I really think Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, he is a triple threat of a quarterback, but also his supporting cast is so much better. So No, you're right. KC. I hope I'm right, too, or else I'm paying for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got, we got a long way to go here. We got, we got a long way. Yeah. We got a long way. <laughs> um, Seattle versus the Falcons. 
who's at home? The Falcons. The, oh, it's in Atlanta. Um, I'll go with the Seahawks. And I know what your pick is going to be. I'm going Seahawks, too. <laughs> yep, it's right behind me. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, the Jets versus the Buffaloes. Ooh, the Buffalo Bills. Um, I got oh. I know there's a lot of excitement surrounding the Jets this year, but I'm I'm going Buffalo because they have better I'm wings. I'm going Buffalo too. Are we gonna just I agree. pick everything together? <laughs> Which is fine. <laughs> we're, you we're, never know. we're three for three together right. so far. All right. Next I'm going Buffalo though. All right, so three and three uh three. yeah, three picks for All right, this right. is I'm glad you're keeping track. <laughs> Okay, so Chicago versus Detroit. That game is in Detroit. Um, Detroit's got Adrian Peterson. Chicago has Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> and uh, I got to go with the, the – I'm going with – I'll go with the Bears in week one. Okay, Chicago's my other NFL team, and I'm actually a little upset that Trubisky already has the starting role over Nick Foles. But I guess what's going to happen here is that Nick Foles will get his opportunity eventually, and he's going to be the hero again like he was in the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. So you're going Chicago, too? I'm going Chicago. Okay. Green Bay versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I'm not a Green Bay guy. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan, but I am going to pick the Packers in this one. Okay, take the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Serious? I like this. This is why we get along. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> okay. This is a matchup I'm super excited for. Miami versus New England. In New England, where are you going? Ooh. I got it. There's a I'm there's a lot of people picking Miami this year to take the East, and I'm gonna go with the Dolphins in Week One because I just don't think Cam Newton's gonna get it done. I think he's uh, I think he's past his prime, and I'm I'm just not sold on him in New England. All right, this is where we're gonna differ. <laughs> okay, I'm going New England because I think Cam is gonna play with a little bit of tude. That is true. You have a point there. He, I don't think he's completely got past his prime. I think he has a little bit more left in the tank. Okay. But I hope he doesn't make me my words. <laughs> well, that's what she said. I just can't. Yeah. I just can't imagine Bill Belichick not getting something out of him mm-hmm. this year. True. So, Good point. We'll see. Okay. All right, Philadelphia versus Washington. This is in Washington. They don't have a mascot. Yes. They don't have a team name. They're just the Washington football team, but they've got a lady running their broadcast department, which I think is cool. Um, of course, I space on her name right off the bat, but Philadelphia is a better football team. Philadelphia's probably yeah. going to take the NFC East. <laughs> I think so, too. They should control that game pretty early. I agree. I think the biggest news around Washington, though, is their just their new uniforms and their new structure. I know it's so weird. It's just different. Yeah. It's so different. That's I mean that's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the Vegas Raiders versus the Carolina Panthers. How weird is that to Carolina. say? 
Vegas Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> Normally we get right. they should have been the they should have changed their name to the bookies. <laughs> no? <laughs> Why? Or the showgirls? I mean, come on, you gotta have something Vegasy, not Raiders. Um Wait, what did you say? What did you say? The bookies. The Vegas bookies. That's what the they should bookies? Yeah, because there are a lot of sports books there. And the gambling. Which would have really upset Roger Goodell. Um all right, so yeah, that... Carolina doesn't have Cam, it's not gonna matter, Raiders win. Raiders win, even with Christian McCaffrey? Yep. All right. Raiders are a better football we team. Differ. I'm going. <laughs> Ooh. I'm going. I'm going Carolina Panthers. Okay, you're going home team. I like it. All right. Colts versus Jags. Ooh. Um, Colts got uh, uh, Phillip Rivers now at quarterback, and uh, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Indy on the road. Because I think Philip Rivers, much to your uh, argument about Cam Newton, has something to prove now too. Totally, and I think the Jags also have no running game. So in the NFL, that doesn't seem to work very well. No, it doesn't. Which is <laughs> or, weird, or in football in general, <laughs> right? Which is really weird because it's a quarterback league. I mean, we always think of quarterbacks. Yeah. Nobody thinks of the running backs in the NFL, but you still have to be able to run the football. Yeah, I mean. The 49ers last year were a big example of that. Jimmy Garoppolo did throw the ball a lot, but they ran the ball more. Yes, yes. Um, okay, Cleveland versus Baltimore. Ravens. I mean, I don't even have to choose. I, it's it's right. It's Cle. It's come on. It's the Browns. <laughs> I know, and I don't have any faith in Baker Mayfield. None. He's he's like. Mm. I hate to compare him to Johnny Manziel, but the hype is the same, and neither one has proven it so far. Exactly, and I just don't think he's a franchise quarterback. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. I think he's very, very concerned about the way he looks in the media, which is kind of the way Johnny Manziel was, but he went down a completely different road. Mm -hmm. I don't think Baker has been represented in a negative connotation the way Johnny Manziel was, but he just hasn't made any plays. He hasn't done anything special. He's going to have to get a lot better in order to turn that Browns program around. Completely. It's pretty ugly down there. Completely agree with you. Um, and I hope he makes me my words because I have rooted for Baker. Well, he was great in college, but so, I mean, I could go to yeah. Oklahoma and throw for 2,000 yards and run for 1,000 in that system. Maybe. I'd have to, yeah. I'd have to get in shape, <laughs> but I could. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's we what might she. Have to be on the treadmill for right, a while. right. This is that's what she said with Nicole Ragoni. It was brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. Uh, continue. All right, Chargers and Bengals mm. in Cincinnati. In Cincy, I'm gonna take the Bengals in this one. Although I like the Chargers this season. I, on the other hand, am going Chargers. Okay. Because I think that between Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram on their defense, they are going to light up Joe Burrow. And I am a Joe Burrow fan. Right. I want him to do so well. I think he's actually going to do a great job in the NFL. But they're going to welcome him into the NFL. <laughs> it is a very stout defense that he's going to face in week one. There's no doubt about that. All righty. On to the next. TB. Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers Ugh. versus the Saints. 
I know Where there's are there's you going? Uh, there's some. I'm not a Tom Brady fan. By the way, did you listen to the interview with uh, Jeff Benedict last Friday of uh, the Brady and Giselle and all that stuff? Did you hear that? I knew you were going to ask me that. And you didn't. And no, you I didn't did not listen. listen to it. Um, but so, give me give me the major highlights. So he basically, Jeff Benedict, the author, basically said Giselle was he didn't mention that in his book, although the talking points put out by his PR team said that. But anyway, he said Giselle didn't have anything to do with it. This separation was a long time coming. Um, I didn't realize this is what really stood out to me, Nicole, was that they almost they were really close. Robert Kraft was to moving the team to Hartford, Connecticut. Um, during the the beginning of the dynasty, which is crazy, Roger Goodell actually is a junior analyst or legal guy for the NFL, and Paul Tagliabue stepped in to keep him in New England. Wow! Yeah, it's interesting. I did not know that. I did not either. It's crazy, but um, a lot of conversation. Hartford, Connecticut would be completely different than what it is now. That's for sure. Right? I mean, they they got the Whalers back, right? So that's good. Um, but yeah, that would be crazy <laughs> to have the Hartford Patriots. I mean, they'd have to change their name, but unbelievable. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I have never been a Tom Brady fan. I have never once rooted for him, and he's got some weapons. It seems like everybody wants Gronk came out of retirement, and I've not a, been a Gronk fan ever. I love Drew Brees for the most part. Um, politics aside, I take Drew Brees and the Saints in week one. I... Okay, this is where I'm at with this. Oh. Every time the media and anybody has doubted Tom Brady, yep. I mean, the man comes out slinging. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, he's a perfect example of a true competitor. Mm-hmm. You just doubt him, and he's just going to be like, yeah, right, I'll show you. But here's a, here's a good stat for you. Okay. 151,987 combined passing yards between Breeze and Brady. 1,088 touchdowns. Man. And this is week one of the NFL. And they'll play twice this year. I, yeah, and I am so excited. I hope that it's a good game, but I am going Saints because Breeze has just been there for a while. He has better connections with those guys. Tom Brady's going down to Tampa Bay on a clean slate. Yes, he has weapons. Yes, he has Gronk, and Gronk is going to bring some sort of security with him because they have a relationship. Mm -hmm. But I am going Saints. Okay, good call. I like that. All righty. Arizona at San Francisco. Um. Uh, The Niners. Garoppolo is okay. I'm not a Garoppolo guy, but he's played well. He's gotten San Francisco rejuvenated. And Arizona still, I don't think, has anything figured out for the last, I don't know, what, four or five years. I know. (laughs) Poor guys. So, 49ers for me. I'm going San Francisco as well. 49ers. We agree again. Yep, yep. Um, And I think they're going to come out with a little bit of that loss still stuck in their mouth from last year in the Mm -hmm. Super Bowl. So, I think they might beat up on Arizona a little bit more than expected because of that sour taste. Agree. All right. 
Dallas at the oh. L.A. Rams. All right. Here uh, we are. I'm a Cowboys fan. Um, in our next segment, because we're going to take a break after our picks, but in our next segment, we're going to talk about Dak a little bit. But I am a Cowboys guy. There's a lot of excitement around the Rams opening up the brand-new stadium, uh, which looks unbelievable. But, man, and I like Cooper Cup. He's an Eastern Washington guy. I'll take the Cowboys. I, got, I can't go against them in week one. <laughs> I am going Cowboys, too. Ooh, okay. But here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. I just think the Rams could not connect last year, offensively and defensively. So Jared Goff, ugh, last year he was not good. Right. And their defense was their defense had players. Like they really did have a great selection of defensive players, but it was like they were one step behind or a communication error here and there. They had so many different penalties on so many different occasions and at the wrong time. Right. Consistently. Yes. Always. It was like clockwork. So I definitely am choosing Dallas. I think Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott are going to make sure that they turn around what happened last year. Well, and you've got a new coach. Last year. you got Mike McCarthy and, down there now yeah. who's got experience, and yeah. um, I think that'll be a big help, too. It's, you know, <laughs> Jason Garrett was a great offensive coordinator at times, but he was not a good head coach. I would agree. I'm excited for the McCarthy era. Yes. Okay. Is that it for Steelers? Sunday? So now we're on to Monday night. There's two games. Okay. All right. Monday night football. Here we go. Okay. Steelers versus Giants. Steelers. Giants are horrendous. Steelers. (laughs) Steelers. Steelers. Yes. Absolutely. But not much to say there. This is the first time Gil Brandt posted this yesterday. There is this is the first time in like 20 years that there's not a Manning on an NFL roster to start the season. Wow. Yep. That's a that's a good nugget for everybody. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> okay, next um, up. Um but I am No, 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 we're staying here. Oh, okay. All right. I am so excited for that Monday night game because of the broadcasters with the new group with uh on Monday night football, Levy, Greasy and Lewis Reddick. Um I think Levy brings Entertainment and wit between Brian and Lewis. Yeah. We're finally going to get the analyst information that all of us fans want. And I think ESPN has finally found their crew. I really do. I'm, I, I'm absolutely excited for them. I hope so. I'm, I'm a big Steve Levy fan when he does hockey. He is so good when he did hockey. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he does during the first broadcast. And the people are going to either. It, I don't. The critics will see what they say on Tuesday because there'll be a lot of them for sure. Oh my gosh, the pressure that those guys are probably <laughs> feeling right now. But they're Woo! pros. They're all pros. Who's got yeah, the second? Who's calling pros. the second game? Do you know? I don't even know. Uh, Kirk Herbstreit, Chris Fowler, and Maria Taylor are side Ooh, Maria Taylor sideline. That's a solid one. Yeah, I like that crew. Um, solid crew. Yes. Solid crew. The great foot college crew. I mean, Herbie knows his football, yeah. so that'll be good. And Fowler's just great totally. at everything he does. I think if America is open with Levy and Brian and Lewis, I think it's going to be really, really special. No, I really they do. will. They will be. I'm just a They're Fowler a fan. I've been a, I, if I could be Chris yeah. Fowler, 
one time, one year to do Wimbledon, to do you know tennis, and then Australian Open. You got all that stuff, uh, and then all the college football and everything. I would totally, I would be Chris Fowler for one year. I know Chris Fowler has quite the job, and he is so talented. Oh my gosh! Every time I listen to him, I'm like the wisdom and the yeah. words that just pour out of. <laughs> 100%. From his brain, out of his mouth, I'm like, wow. Just How do you special. do that? Very special. <laughs> All right, final exactly. game. Final game. Here we go. Tennessee versus Denver in Denver. I will never, ever, well, I won't say ever, but I, I'll take the Tennessee Titans. I don't like Denver. Why? Well, growing up. And having three channels in the 80s, that's all we ever saw. And they had this the, the orange crush and the orange uniforms. and So I only ever saw Denver. And I'm just never – I like Mark Schlereth. I like Carl Mecklenburg back in the day. But I am not a uh, Denver guy. And I think Elway is still looking for a quarterback. Now, yeah, I would does agree. he have him now? Um, maybe. But he's been looking for a quarterback since he's become the GM. And he'll never – think that anybody's as good as he was. So, and I've met Elway once. <laughs> it was not a good it was uh, I, yeah, it was a yeah, it was a, it was a good night for me. It was not a fun night to meet him. But anyway, I'll never take Denver. Uh-oh. But I'm taking the Titans. <laughs> okay, I'm taking the Titans too. Woo! Um partly because of losing Von Miller for Denver. Huge. He's the spark plug, the energy Obviously a physical specimen, mm-hmm. but when you lose players like that, it just kind of deflates the whole team. So. Yep. All right, so we disagreed we on it. four. Or three. We only disagreed on three. Miami, New England, wow. Raiders, Carolina, and Cincy and the Chargers. So. Okay, well, this will be interesting. Good minds think alike. <laughs> I like that. Uh, we'll keep a tally Week on that. one picks. That's exactly right. Our week one picks. Nicole, stick around. That's what she said continues. Um, Brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. Skip Bayless made some comments today that we wanted to uh, discuss, and we'll do that when we return right here on the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're hell on a... New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. 
Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Welcome back. Jason Walker Show. This segment presented by... Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark does great stuff. I've shared it on uh, both uh, the show page on Facebook and also my personal Facebook page. If you mention the Jason Walker Show by booking a senior or uh, family portrait package, you will get a uh, free 8x10 canvas or matte print. You also, uh, if you purchase anything from Mark, you will uh, get uh, 20% off just by mentioning the Jason Walker Show. All right, we continue... That's what she said, presented by Dinner's Done Right with our, uh, our great friend, Nicole Rigoni. I, have, I, I don't want to bring this. Actually, you know what I think we should do, Nicole, each and every week, is we should bring up, because um, you probably, being Italian or half Italian or probably a really good cook, um, a, a, great, a great Italian recipe of the week. See what I'm, you know, we get our weekly picks, and then you just get a great recipe of the week, too. Oh man, here's the first one. I got one for you. Okay. Mozzarella. Okay. You know where I'm going? Pizza? Or mozzarella sticks? <laughs> <laughs> mozzarella, tomatoes, and balsamic dressing. That's, I, that's Maybe a... add some. It's a caprese salad. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, all right. There you have it. Okay. I'm not a. Uh... I like that. I like that a lot. Well, t- I'll have to try that. I'll tell. Uh, I'll tell the wife. All right. Um, all right. Yeah, just type in caprese salad. It's as easy as they come. You have to have fresh, fresh mozzarella though. It's not. You can use a cheese stick. You don't say mozzarella though, like Giada does. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. I like mozzarella. it. Mozzarella. <laughs> I love it. I love it. See, and great dinners done right has unbelievable food that you can uh, get right now by uh, going down there. And frozen, to have it fresh, you can cook it tonight, you can cook it this weekend. Dinner's Done Right is amazing. Stop by, I think, 1212 Cedar is the address. So, uh, All right, we continue. Um, so we were talking a little bit about the Cowboys, Nicole, and uh, today is National Suicide Awareness Day. And what a day for Skip Bayless to be uh, the clown that he is. And um, I'm just going to play you what he said first. And then we'll get your thoughts. I'm going to ask our audience to feel free to go ahead and condemn me if you choose as cold-blooded and insensitive on this issue. I didn't hear the audio. I have deep compassion for clinical depression. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the quarterback of an NFL team, you know this as well as I, better than I do. 
it's the ultimate leadership position in sports. Jason. Am I right about that? Mm-hmm. You are commanding Nicole the entire can't hear it, franchise. But, uh, What's the roster now? I will basically paraphrase what he, what he says here. Skip Bayless uh, was on Undisputed today with Shannon Sharp, and I apologize, Nicole can't hear the audio. Um, but what what Skip came out and said basically was that Dak Prescott, being the cowboy of a, or the leader of America's team as the quarterback of America's team, um, should not have come out and talked about the depression that he went through this summer after losing a brother to suicide um, earlier in life. And with COVID and with everything, he just didn't feel like working out. He was depressed. And Skip Bayless basically called him weak. And that's unacceptable in today's age or ever. But give me your thoughts, Nicole, because I know you, you saw what Skip said, and it's just I'm just amazed at, at, at that the thought that he could even say it. Skip Bayless, um, host of Undisputed, I believe he came out and said some of those comments regarding depression from a old school mentality. I think that when you go through your mental illness, and he and Dak Prescott said that he struggled during. COVID, when we were all in quarantine, and of course, all of us, I think, went through a time period where that was really hard to be in quarantine, and right now is really even hard, but I will say this. I, as a college athlete in college, my senior year, I struggled with the yips. Now, that is a mental thing as well. It's not depression, but I eventually, like during season. And when this was going on, I physically could not set the ball in front of me, but I could set the ball behind me. Now, I had come into my senior year very fit, excited like any other senior. And at what at some point, my mental – there was like a mental blockage in being able to set the ball in front of me and not, and not being able to set the ball in front of me, but being able to set the ball behind me. During that time period – I couldn't even talk about it. I didn't even know what was going on. I couldn't talk about it. And by the end of the season, it was our very last game versus Nebraska in the NCAA tournament. Second round. I finally felt comfortable to set the ball in front of me. Now ESPN had contacted me and wanted me and wanted to do an article on it because it was so bad. And my junior year, I had an outbreak season, a great year at Washington State, an integral piece into why we went into the NCAA tournament. But if ESPN would have contacted me earlier when I was going through that, I probably wouldn't have talked about it. And so the way Dak Prescott has gone about this, he's talked about it after he had gone through this depression. And I think that's a really heroic way to bring it up is that once you've gone through it and you kind of have fought through those emotions and you can help others, I think that's the best way to go about it. And Skip, I understand why he thinks that way because it is such a high-profile position. And I think there's a part of Skip saying that media will eat you up or that people in the NFL will go at you and look at you a different way, but that's just not this era anymore. That's just not 2020. Nobody, in my opinion, that at least if they did release an article based off of his depression in 2020, it would be clickbait. It wouldn't be something that actually is reaching headlines, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
and he's already dealt with the media enough, so Dak can deal with it. But I really do think that Skip was out of line. I don't think you can say that about an athlete, especially in the pandemic. I mean, everybody was struggling. And if anything, I think it humanizes Dak rather than making him seem like the superhero that we all look at him as. And Skip's last comments on the clip basically said, I have no empathy for Dak. And it was just, it's idiotic, and it's just unacceptable, like I said. And, you know, I, I went through depression last year. I'm still on medication, and I haven't, this is the first I've ever spoken of, but I figured it's a good time. Um, I didn't have the suicidal thoughts, but depression is real, and it's not oh something God, yeah. easy to deal with without, you know, I I've still see a therapist. Um, and still, like I said, take medication. And thankfully, I've had a great family and great support. But it's not easy, and it's not something that you should deal with alone. And that's why, you know, I've shared the the National Suicide Hotline uh, prevention number and um, our prevention hotline number and, and much more. But um, Skip, I I think this would be a very suspendable, if not fireable, offense, in my opinion. I, like I said, I think it's an old-school mentality. Yeah. I think he's going to take a lot of heat from the media about it, and I think it's going to help him turn around. I mean, Shannon was going at him immediately about it. Coming from a family that does have old-school mentalities and I've had to, like, intervene and help talk through those situations, I can understand it. But I, I'm not condoning it. I am just understanding where they're coming from. It was a different time. It was right. a different era. Um, but how people die of depression and how people die of suicide is being alone. And I am the more that we can talk about it, the more we can find ways to help people get through depression is by far going to be the answer and not just putting it, what putting it underneath the rug and, or what is it? Not putting it underneath the rug. Sweeping it under the rug. Scraping it under the rug. Thank you. Uh, Scraping it under the rug is not the answer. And in any case, I think you have to talk through things, whether that's mental illness, whether that's depression, anxiety, relationship issues, friends, boyfriend, marriage. You have to talk about it. And I think that's one thing that America can agree on in 2020. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, Nicole Rigoni, she joins us each and every week for That's What She Said, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right, and we're going to do picks every Thursday. Um, so this will be fun. I'm looking forward to you buying me dinner. And uh, Okay, <laughs> who plays in the Super Bowl and who wins? Did you get that far? Oh, my goodness. Okay, you go first. If you're going to throw that out. No, no, because no, because <laughs> you made me go first on the picks. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I'll say, okay, I'll say, I'll say Baltimore and Philadelphia, and I'll pick, I'll pick the Ravens. Wow. So that's my Super Bowl pick. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep you on the edge here. I'm gonna tell you on next Thursday. No, you gotta do before first game of the season. <laughs> That's tonight. <laughs> I know. You can't do. You're not picking the Seahawks. No, I'm not picking the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm gonna go Dallas. Really, Dallas to win it? Yeah. All right. I like the pick. I mean, I won't be upset. No. 
Dallas to get there. Oh, get there. Yeah, okay. Dallas to get there. And I think the Chiefs could do it again. Okay. Dallas and KC, and you're picking KC. All right. Um, yeah. Did you see the engagement ring Patrick Mahomes gave his fiance? Yes, I oh, did. You I are, you are a girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Girls see that all. Yeah. Hey, the Keeping Up with the Kardashians is off the air now. They're not coming back. Are you happy? Well, Twenty seasons of them. And you are you upset 20. about this? You know, I I am a little upset. They're like America's wow. like guilty pleasure. Wow, I've never seen an episode. Uh, you know, and this is why I think that they are America's guilty pleasure. They. I, and anybody can say this, but I really true, truly believe this. They normalized curvier women's bodies. True. Good point. And that wasn't really something that we were considering beauty at the time. And so I think when the early 2000s, we saw a lot of the really sick, thin, very anorexic-looking mm-hmm. women and unhealthy-looking women mm-hmm. being everywhere on covers of magazines, runways, and we still see that a lot. But I think the Kardashians kind of came in and normalized a little bit more junk in the trunk. It's a good way to say <laughs> and, <laughs> and made it. And made it look beautiful, though. I mean, you can't deny that they are all beautiful. They women. are, I mean, yes. Everybody. They, they they are beautiful. And, yes, there is so much other controversy around them. But the one good thing I think they did is that they helped bring confidence to women's bodies and body images. Now they might have done other things and dysmorphized all of the different body types in different ways yep. <laughs> um, with surgeries and changing their body. But it was a body type that wasn't necessarily – Seen as beautiful. There you so, go. Uh, there you I like have that. It. I the like end that. of an era. I like that. Uh, do you want to stick around while I do that's uh, on this day in history and wrap things up? You might as well just close out the show with me. So today is, um, I don't know if that'll work because I won't be able to. Uh, I will just give it a go. What the heck? Um, <laughs> today is National Swap Ideas Day, September the 10th. It is National TV Dinner Day. Uh, the night the first TV dinner was sold on this date in 1953. It is also Amazing. school pitcher day. Do you remember your school pitchers? Heck yeah! I wish I had one to show you. Uh, next week you got to break one out. Um, all right, let's see. The first recorded home run was hit on this date in 1858 by John Holden. Uh, no hitter on this date. Ray Caldwell of the of uh, the Indians no hit the Yankees in 1919. 1960, Mickey Mantle hit a 643-foot home run over the right field roof in Detroit. Let's see. He also, uh, Mickey Mantle, became the seventh to hit 400 home runs on this date in 1961. Let's see here. Uh, Stan Musial hit his first home run as a grandpa. And his first at bat as a grandfather in 1963. Everybody talked about Mike Trout this year with daddy power. How about grandpa power? <laughs> <laughs> Like that one? Um, Love it. Happy birthday today. Arnold Palmer was born on this date in 1929. And that was, he's a great golfer. One of the best of all times. All right. On this day, 1978, I don't know why Arnold was in there. 
But anyway, all right, 1978. It was the fourth game of the Boston Massacre. Way too uh, young for or old for you, but the Yankees beat the Red Sox to tie for first place. They in four games out hit Boston 67 to 21 and outscored the Red Sox 42 to nine. How about that? How about that? <laughs> 19- way before my time. <laughs> way before. Uh, I was three. Roger Maris was born on this date in 1934. Of course, uh, 61 home runs. He played uh, football and baseball in uh, Fargo. He once ran five kickoffs back for touchdowns in a single game. So not only could he hit the baseball, he could play football. And uh, let's see. Brooke Henderson was born on this date in 1997. Great golfer from Canada. She's 23. And let's see here. Uh, Mike the Headless Chicken in 1945, fruit of Colorado. His chicken was decapitated, Nicole. He survived for 18 months with no head. It's a true story. What? It's a true story. Mike the Headless Chicken. He got his head chopped off and lived for 18 months. And then he choked to death. That's how he died. Wow. That's how he died. That's how he died, choking to death, not getting his head cut off. Uh, so, Mike, you run around I like a will look that up. chicken with your head cut off. Um, uh, finally, good luck to all Montanans at the Ram Circuit Finals this weekend down in Greeley, Colorado. Normally it's in April, but they moved it from Kissimmee, Florida due to COVID. Uh, tomorrow here on the show, I will give you my high school predictions. We'll talk schooling and much more. Joe Frost, the super nanny, will be a guest on the Jason Walker Show tomorrow. How about that? <laughs> Joe Frost, super nanny. She's British. I've got I've got you today. I've got a, a Brit tomorrow. It's great. So you're covering the United Nations over there. I do what I can. Hey, uh, I do want to say this tomorrow uh, tonight. Um, Nineteen years ago tonight, thousands of people went to bed um, not knowing that their last day would be tomorrow. So hug your loved ones a little bit tighter tonight. Tomorrow, the anniversary of nine eleven. And uh, we'll we'll talk about that tomorrow here on the Jason Walker Show as well. Um, but, Nicole, I appreciate your time as always. Looking forward to chatting next week and making more picks and just uh, kicking your tail uh, all season long. I will come up with a fantastic um, Italian dinner that I would like, and it's not pizza. Okay, all right. Um <laughs> Well, you're not winning, so I need you to get that out of your head. Um, okay, we'll figure it out. I, I look forward to it. Nicole, have yourself a great Thursday. Stay safe with the fires and uh, everything going on out there in uh, in Oregon, and uh, our best and wishes to go out to everybody out there in that great state. All righty. Thank you, Jason. I'm going to keep kicking around here. It's nuts. Yep, you do that. We'll talk to you uh, next Thursday. All righty, see you Thursday. See ya. That is Nicole Ragoni joining us. That's what she said, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right, each and every Thursday here on the Jason Walker Show. Um, let's do uh, the walk-off. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Um, as I said, tomorrow predictions... Uh, the walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. Super Nanny Joe Frost will join us tomorrow. And uh, as I said, seriously, 19 years ago, tonight, a lot of people, thousands of great people went to bed not knowing tomorrow would be their last day on earth. Hug your loved ones a little bit tighter tonight. 
and every night. Good luck to all Montanans down in uh, Greeley, Colorado, starting tonight, the Ram Circuit Finals, and a whole lot more. Thanks to Nicole Ragoni for joining us. That's what she said. The Jason Walker Show is presented by Dinners or by Capital Collision Center. Great, great friends there. Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, we're back tomorrow at 4. Have yourself a terrific Thursday. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy. Enjoy.